Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. I'm your host, Gina Guzman. Welcome to Law Talk with the Flock. I'm a CEO, author, lawyer, and managing partner of the Guzman Law Firm, here to help navigate you and your way through the law, your business, and life as a leader. And I am super excited today because I have with me three guests, three attorneys from the Guzman Law Firm that are all part of our business transaction and real estate department. And joining with me here today is Andy Simpson. Andy, I give everybody a wave and a hello. Hello, good morning. Awesome. Barry Sackett. Good morning, everybody. And Alex Berenstein. Hello, hello. Awesome. And these guys are here to join me today, and we're going to talk about what's going on in the real estate industry and how it is affecting all these different types of businesses while we're dealing with COVID-19 and the pandemic. And it's definitely affected businesses of all kinds in every different sort of way. And I thought it'd be great to get some insight and see what's going on in the real estate industry and how we can help everything from top developers, investors, builders, buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. And then we're going to discuss our way on how we need to stay ahead of this in the real estate industry and what we can expect from the market during these uncertain times. So we have a lot to cover today, and we're going to try and push our way through it uh, on this May the 4th. So and may the 4th be with you guys. Do we have any Star Wars fans here? Not really. N- nobody, I, I probably know as much about Star Wars as any of you, it sounds like, uh, given that my husband and my son are both fans. So I have uh, knowledge um, I'm from a second, you know, Second degree of knowledge, I guess. So I might screw up some of the terms. We better just move on from Star Wars and start talking about real estate, something we actually know about. All right. So, Barry, let's kick it off with you. And how developers and investors have been impacted during COVID-19? Yeah, it really depends on kind of where they were in the development process process and the investment process. Um, You know, those that had development underway uh, that had started building, um, generally have continued to build um, with certainly a lot of uncertainty on the other side and their investors uh, are very nervous. Um, on some of the developments that are not yet, uh, as we say, in the ground um, have put a pause and, and think, you know, is this the right time? Um, is, what, what are some of the, the variables that are undoubtedly coming our way? Um, you know, the other variable is we haven't really seen a program from the federal government or state governments to support the developers and the landlords um, and the divest- investors. They've focused more on individuals and small businesses at this point. Um, they've certainly promised some assistance, but we really haven't seen what that is yet. Okay, very good insight. And also with financing, right? The banks have been so tied up dealing with things like the payroll protection program and the PPP that I think that they're a little bit behind on some of their commercial deals. Have you seen that too, Barry? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, the, the really what they were focused on is those tenants and that's good because that kept the landlords in cash flow um in the short term. 
and so they've really focused there, uh, even though a, a much bigger part of their portfolio, certainly for um, community banks and regional banks, is that commercial lending, um, commercial real estate uh, part of their portfolio. So the bankers that I've had a lot of conversations with certainly are very nervous about what's that going to be like when the PPP monies run out for those tenants, um, and are they going to continue to be able to pay their rents and, and how, how that's going to work. So there's certainly some nervous bankers, but they have kept busy with uh, dealing with on the consumer side and on the small business side with the PPP loans. And so that's kept them, um, you know, a little more focused there. Andy, let's jump over to you for a minute and talk about builders and how builders have been bit, Im- impacted, excuse me. And what are some of those top issues that we're seeing as it relates to builders? Yeah, as I, as I talk to my clients who are builders, whatever scale it is, you know, the the two luxury home builders a, a year or the sort of large scale building 30, 40, 50 homes a year on up, they've all indicated to me that they're all very, very busy right now. Things haven't slowed down for them. Their workforce has been intact and uh, finding good subs is just as hard as it used to be. So I think the demand is there. I'm sure that goes a lot along with the interest rates being lower from the buy side. And we're talking about new home construction here. The title companies have pivoted very well and easily to provide closing services. You know, it took about a week there, but uh, the sales are happening. I I would echo, I think when I talked to my folks, what Barry said was uh, what we are seeing on the development side from the bare ground, you know, buying by developers to put the infrastructure in for the builders to ultimately buy the lots is those deals are slowing down, particularly the ones that were sort of late stream due diligence. And so what I'm telling my builders are is at some point there may be an inventory crunch uh, because that large scale development has slowed down. So continue to partner with their development uh, colleagues and be looking down the road for their next subdivision, their next set of lots, so they can continue to meet the demand of their clients. That's what I'm seeing. Good advice. Thank you, Andy. And Alex, let's jump over to you and talk about uh, buyers and sellers. I know you do a ton of that work, especially in Iowa. Uh, What do you see in Alex? Right. Well, to kind of piggyback off of the very first thing that that Barry said is, uh, at first, it really depended on where everybody was at in the transaction. You know, deals that had been put together at the first part of 2020, we saw a big rush from buyers and sellers both to push those deals up and get those closed. There, there was a lot of uncertainty in, in what's going to happen going forward, and, and there still is. And so we saw that big rush right at first to, to get all those deals in. Um, and now we're kind of seeing that uncertainty play out in um, maybe not quite a slowdown, but definitely a, a more pragmatic approach, you know. Uh, the ability to facilitate the transaction has definitely become more complicated. You know, you've got sellers who understandably don't want a bunch of strangers coming into their home to look at properties. And you've got buyers on the same way saying, I don't want to just go into somebody's home and, and start looking around when I don't know um, the health situation there. And uh, that, that applies to the, to the other parties of the transaction you have. It's difficult to find um, appraisers and inspectors who want to go in these homes and get into the nooks and crannies and, and do what you have to do to, to do the due diligence in a deal like that um, when, the, when the appraiser doesn't feel safe going into a property. So it's, it's summertime right now, or we're going into summertime, which is usually the busy season for home transactions. Uh, what are you seeing as it relates to how the season is impacting, given the fact that we're also dealing with COVID? 
You know, I think we're going to see a pretty similar volume to what we did last year. I think we might be a little bit slower to get there as we kind of come out of, of this peak season of COVID. But I think the summer is really going to see pretty much that same volume. I think you're going to see a lot of sellers who are looking to move properties, either to free up some cash or just to move into different ventures. Um, it'll just kind of be a question of when we reach that tipping point. I think the one thing that you will see is, um, where you had a lot of home sellers who were having a happy transaction where they're looking to sell their property to move up to the next level. You know, it's a family who's had a couple of kids now and they're, they're stepping up in that, that tier. Unfortunately, you're going to see some people who need to sell their property because they need to have some more cash on hand. Absolutely. With the unemployment rate that high, uh, that certainly is a factor, isn't it? And yeah. then on the other hand, you've got a lot of people who have spent some time at home and maybe said, I don't like this house anymore. I want to move. I need a different kitchen if I'm going to have to cook in right. it. So, yeah, no <laughs> yeah, and it's just a little different on how you're getting the transactions done. Like you said, you might have to find some new vendors or be a little creative, use technology in different ways that we have before, uh, similar to how we're all doing this uh, live pod or not live, but this podcast here today. So Barry, let's jump back over to you and talk about how landlords and tenants are being impacted. Yeah, you know, on both sides, the, the, the landlord and tenant um, clients that we have really recommending getting out in front of understanding your lease requirements and, uh, and rights. Um, and understanding that you may not enforce them the way they're written because uh, I haven't seen very many leases that anticipated a global pandemic. Um, and there certainly may be court battles in the future about whether that applies in, in some cases or not. But in the short term, you know, the, the tenants are looking at staying in their properties. Landlords would love to continue to get rent and the banks that uh, are waiting for their mortgage payments would love to continue to, to get payments. So what, what I'm communicating is understand what your rights are under the, under the lease and then communicate. Um, if you're getting PPP money, tell your landlord you're getting PPP money. Um, you know, understand where you are. Let, keep them informed of where you are business-wise and, and how you're working forward to do that. And if, if it is a situation where you're, you're not going to open up or you're going to make a change, let them know sooner rather than later. Um, you know, there's going to be a point in the in you know the next three to six months where there may be a lot of commercial real estate on the market, and it, this may be a better time to have it on the market than then. And if that's going to be the case, there, there may be a reason to do it sooner than later. But communication is really key. Understanding your rights, and I know a lot of those tenants aren't real estate attorneys. Um, that understand all of those rights. And, and so it, it's really important for you to pull out that 20, 30 page lease that you signed five years ago and haven't thought about and understand what that says. And on the landlord side, um, you know, you may have had a policy of how to deal with, uh, with delinquent rents in the past. That policy should probably change. And you should really look at, um, you know, how do you keep your tenants in there? Because you may not have a lot of other tenants pounding on the door to get in. Um, and so what can you do to work with them? Because if you can see them through this time and get to the other side and your bank works with you, you know, then you've got a much better situation than if you're if you're six months down the line with an empty building, mm -hmm. because there may be some more of those. So really need to communicate, need to understand what you've got, um, understand your rights. And if you know, if you make concessions I, on either side, 
does that affect some of the other rights in the lease? If, if you're not paying your rents, does that affect some of the rights you have for renewals? Um, if the landlord allows a, a waiver of a rent in one month, does that continue on or, or how is that communicated? So it's, it's a really important time to, to be in front of that and understand it. And I know there's a lot else, a lot of other things going on, but um, you know, on, on that, on the landlord tenant issues, that's certainly something big. And in most states, foreclosures have uh, have been uh, judicially stopped um, by by decree, but at some point that's going to change too. So, um, you know, being ready for that to change and and being in front of those issues is really important right now. Thank you, Barry. Now, Andy, uh, you help co-lead our transaction area. And can you help explain to everyone how Gooseman Law Firm can help in this time? Well, as it relates to real estate specifically or any business transaction, we have, you know, we're a full service law firm, as you know, um, and we have the bench strength to really help with any matter relating to and or touching real estate, whether that be uh, the raw ground development, helping that developer get entitlements and or financing with the local jurisdiction, whatever that may be, because we're in three different states. Um all the way through the builder and, uh, as Alex said, the closing process. So we can really help out with anything that's needed, lease negotiations. And I will also add something we didn't talk about here, but I think Alex uh, did touch on it is, I think he used the phrase, happy transactions. Um, I'm starting to see a little bit of, you know, some litigation coming out of some of these closings. And we absolutely can help advise folks on that end as needed. And those would be uh, the not happy transactions. (laughs) Those would be the not happy (laughs) transactions, but, and we, you know, the other thing is we represent, um, as you know, a lot of financing institutions. So um, anything revolved around real estate, we're happy to help. Excellent. Well, thank you so much guys for joining me today on this podcast and help walk through some of the issues that we're seeing in the real estate area and some of your uh, great advice for people and as they think about what's going on right now and also preparing for the future uh, during these uncertain times that are certainly cause a lot of broad sweeping fast change for our clients. I want to encourage everyone as well to check out our COVID-19 toolbox on the homepage of Gooseman Law. You can find that at the very top. You can click on it and it's right there. It has a lot of great tips and tools for you. We've been uh, fast at work to try and make sure that we're bringing the best advice out there possible when they've been passing all of these big new laws. So thank you again for joining me today. Stay safe, stay healthy, and go make it a great day, everyone. Make it worth it. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at goosemanlaw.com.